Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, presented by Whisker Wear Apparel, along with Chuck Davison and Doc Lang. I'm Lyle Stokes, and we got a big show tonight. We have Brad Cox from Springfield, Illinois, talking about his veterans tournament. We got the Josh Vanover is going to talk about the Bruce Midkiff tournament, and then we've got a really special thing. That, uh, when we're through with those guys, we're going to end up talking with Lou Kinges and his buddy Jacob, and we're going to tell us about catching hundred-pound fish on the Missouri River. So. Sit back, grab your glass of something cold to drink, and let's get it on. Chuck, how's things going down in Alabama this week? Uh, it's not as hot as it has been the past six weeks. It's still in the uh, you know lower 90s or something, but you know it's it just I mean it's just a big big deal, man. It's just you know you just don't uh, get your breath taken when you walk out the door now, and I'm. Hope it stays down like this. Well, I got something to share with you. Benji's talking about that. Um, I only have in my shop. I only have one window, so uh, I don't get to uh, uh, stay out, you know, without the air conditioner. But now Cindy has got the windows open and the doors open in the house, and the screen's done. We had a cool front move through. Supposed to be like that all week. So uh, my air conditioner is getting a breather for a change. Oh yeah, it's uh, you know the the fishing should start picking up here pretty soon. Um, you know, it, if if I ran a trail, I don't even think I would have tournaments. You know, May, June, July, and August, I would have those off months and just you know start up in September. You know, down here I can go through the winter and fish pretty comfortably. You know, here right. There, they may be a day or two here and there that. It might ice or but you can't get around. But you know, if if catfish will catch on down here, where we can start getting some good turnouts, I might do something about that. That'd be great. That'd be great. I know it's a uh, it's quite a deal down there uh, in the winter time. You know, when we show up down there at Wheeler in January, it's amazing to me. It's t-shirt weather usually or sweatshirt weather at worst and. Everybody's running around there. That's some of the best times that there's ever been for catfishing is everybody meeting up down there and, and uh, uh, getting together and talking about that. And I got a little note here before we get to Doc. Uh, Ken Pryor wants me to, to let everybody know that you have to have boat safety and you need to watch those buoys on the Mississippi River because you will... Uh, not paying attention, you'll run into them, scrape your boat up, put dents in it, and we have a friend that had that happen to him the other day, and uh, it's a good thing that he sent me that note because I might have forgot to mention that. And, uh, Matt, don't take it personal. We're just having a good time with you, buddy. Doc, you had a pretty good weekend this weekend. Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, fished with my buddy, Bink Fox, in the Ohio Hills Tournament. We came in second. We struggled all day long. Uh, the fish were just, you know, hit and miss, and we just kept moving around. So, well, you can't beat a day in a boat with Bink. I just don't know how you could ever, you know, get any better than that. He's he's quite a guy. Yeah, I about lost my black horse uh, rod three times in a row because uh, I don't know. I was throwing it right in their mouths because the one, the last time I didn't even get the rod out of my hand when he dropped it down. So, but wow. the other two, the other two, I just barely got him in the rod holder, and when they ripped it down, so man, 
And then we didn't get another bite. You know, it just, <laughs> you know, we'd anchor up and, and boom. Uh, but we, yeah, we came in second in the tournament. Had a great time. That's awesome, man. You guys done really well. We're proud of both of you. And, uh, you know, I, I know that'd be a great day in the boat with Pink, and, and uh, I'm sure you guys have an absolute blast. You all fished together quite a bit over the years. Yeah, over the years, yeah. Normally we do a lot of winter fishing, but as I've gotten older, the winter kind of really, you know, makes a rough on me to get out there. So we've been trying to do a little bit more fall fishing than anything. Right, right. Well, uh, when it's 90 and 100 degrees, that's not too fallish, but that's coming. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna get try to get out there a lot more this fall than what oh, we did good. in the last past year. Good. Maybe you can get Janet to tell you how they catch them them flatheads because she won't tell me and Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I caught I caught a I caught a, a ten pound flathead this past weekend. That's so awesome. That was a that was our big fish. Well, you guys done really great, and we're real happy for you. Well. Fellas, we got Mr. Brad Cox on with us, and Brad, you want to tell us how your tournament thing's getting ready to take off up there in Springfield? We're so happy that you're taking care of them veterans and getting them out in them boats and doing all this stuff. That's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Everything's uh, everything's starting to go good, but before I get into that, I want to second what you're saying, saying about Wheeler Lake. I went down there in April for the Sea Arc tournament, and then uh, I just had to go back, so I went back down and June, which proves I'm not the smartest person in the world. We went down to, for a week in June, and uh, we knew we couldn't get in our cabin till four o'clock. And we're like, "Well, we'll just get there in the morning and fish all day to get in the cabin." That was we were redder than a ripe tomato after the end of that day. But, uh, it, it was it was still completely worth it. Any time, actually, going back down there in November again too. And, and awesome. From there. We sure have a good time when we go to Wheeler. I don't know how many boats was in that tournament last year, Chuck. You remember? Um, I think it was seven in the seventies or eighties. Yeah, we had, and it was Brad. It was we was down there over New Year's, and uh, you know everybody was going to each other's uh, cabins, and and uh, we was having a few beverages and and telling lies and telling truths, and just like, it was an amazing time. We've been doing that for what three years, Chuck. Yes. Uh, it just—it was so much fun. I, I hate it that we're not going to get to do that this year. It's really—I'm going to miss that. That's—you uh, know, Cindy and I would give uh, each other that trip as our Christmas present to each other every year instead of buying gifts. Uh, we just had so much fun, and and every time you get on Wheeler, you got a chance of catching a monster, and, and uh, that in itself was the price of admission to go down there. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I'm used to catching, you know, fighting seven and eight pound channel cats on Lake Springfield. So anything down there is a, a monster <laughs> compared to what I'm used to. <laughs> well, there's some good uh, fish in that lake over in Springfield. I've seen some dandies pulled out of there. Yeah, they're 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 few and far between, but they're they're in there. That's for sure. Well, Jerry Klein the second seems to know where they're at fairly regularly. Yeah, yeah, that's you know I haven't I haven't seen any real big ones come out during any tournaments in the past couple of years, but it's always a, a guy bass fishing or something will snag onto one of them. But yeah, uh, it's been a few years for us since they're a real big one I've seen come out in the tournaments. Well, I gotta ask you, I I have a couple of, of buddies over there that I consider pretty good friends, Jason Rath and Bill Parfit. Are they entered in your tournament over there? 
Well, no, they're going to be in uh, Memphis that weekend, and I I don't know if I'd let them in or even if they were. Gonna be <laughs> but, but no, no, they're they're going to be down in Memphis with a with a lot of a lot of guys. So right, unfortunately, but uh, they keep uh, calling and uh, especially Parfit calling and. Uh, reminded me that he's about to win that Yeti cooler that we're raffling. So, well, I gotta tell you, them two guys are are some of the finest guys. They're so full of crap. You gotta love them, and and they're great fishermen. They do really well on that lake and other places, not just that lake. And they are are, are really good people. I just thank the world of Jason and Bill, and and uh, you know they're the same everywhere you see them. You know they. They're just good guys, and, and uh, we need more people like that in the sport. Yep, they are. I think they're they're probably equally as loud wherever they're at, wherever they're fishing. So. <laughs> well, you get old Bill with them, and and uh, Jerry, and and uh, Jerry the second, and Joe, and uh, man, they got a crew over there, dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> they do. It's 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 a good time fishing with all those guys, and they've they've all helped out. Uh, Tremendously with the tournament too. So oh, I'm sure. I know Tarzan and all them guys. They get together when somebody's working on something, and they're all together in the same building, and they're all making sure it all gets done. It's all done right, and everybody's having a big time. And uh, they're just a great bunch of guys. Yep, it is. It is. As I said, it's it's good to get to fish with them. They're a good group of guys. Right. Well, tell us about your tournament and any updates you have on that. Uh, well, see, uh, September 10th, we're going to be fishing. Uh, Sign-up starts at 5, tournaments from 7 to 2. And we've got just, uh, like I, I was telling you earlier, I think we got 28 uh, boats signed up um, already. So that that's a good turnout in itself anymore. It's just going to be a plus. But we got a lot of stuff to give away. I mean, rods, tackle, all, all sorts of stuff. we got a big package of stuff from Cabela's and... Uh, a lot of gift cards from uh, Shields here in town, so it's going to be uh, people are going to be getting a lot of stuff, which is good, and uh, raising a lot of money for the uh, Spring Street Veterans Renaissance, just the uh, veteran shelter here in town. So it's uh, it, it's going pretty good, getting uh, getting a lot of uh, positive reaction. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, uh, we go to some of those veterans tournaments, and and. Now, is yours strictly for veterans, or is it open to guys that are active military and stuff like that? Oh no, it's it's anyone who wants to fish. It, the money's just going to the uh, to the veterans' home here in town. And, and that's where the proceeds go. It goes to the Springfield Veterans Home. Right. It's called the uh, Spring Street Veterans Renaissance, and that's a uh, veteran shelter slash kind of transitional. That's awesome. That, All over that, the country, they they bring them here. That's that's really a good cause, and and uh, for anybody that is not fishing Memphis and you want to, to go fish a tournament, Springfield is a great little lake. Uh, has a, has a lot of big fish in it, and a lot of great channel cat in there, and, and some of the best fishermen in the area will be over there. That's not going to the big tournament. You can run over there and get a hold of Brad and get in that tournament and do something for the people that has done so much for us, and that's just a worthy cause. So just uh, Brad, if you get a chance, if you would, uh, once again, post your information up on the Catfish Weekly page on Facebook so everybody knows how to get in touch with you. Uh, that way, if they get ready uh, and, and decide at the last minute they want to run over there and get in the tournament, you'll take them uh, up to the last minute, I assume. 
Yeah, actually, that's the the preferred way. I'm just kind of running it like we run our local tournament here. Just show up the day and uh, sign up and pay that day. It's a lot easier than me handling checks in the mail and dealing with stuff like that. I'm not the most organized person when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> I understand. I sure do. Well, you know, personally, I know Chuck being ex-military, we together we can't thank you guys enough for what you do. And, and uh, it's, it's one of the best causes that you could ever put a fishing tournament on for. And, uh, I know a lot of the guys fish uh, in our uh, catfishing group uh, nationwide are veterans, and every one of them, whether they're at your term or not, they surely all appreciate it. Yeah, it's been. I've uh, I've had a lot of positive messages and things like that from people, but I'll tell you what, this is the first uh, tournament I've ever tried to run, and it's uh, quite an experience. I'll tell you that the, the good <laughs> and the bad, but uh, what, what you're doing kind of outweighs all the uh, all the politics involved. I didn't know about and <laughs> everything else. So that's that's correct. That's good. Chuck, you and uh, Doc got anything for Brad this evening? Yeah, I want to hear. Uh, all your sponsors that are uh, on board with this. You got oh, a list of them? Yeah, absolutely. We've got um, Tangling with Catfish Rods um, donated uh, quite a few rods for us to give away. Um, said Cabela's, they sent us a big uh, package of stuff, a rod and a bunch of tackle, um, all sorts of stuff. Um, geez, I, sh I should be more prepared. I should have the list of stuff, but I've, I've been doing it. Uh, for so, for so many months now, I've kind of forgot about some of them. But if you go to the Facebook page, uh, Catfish for Veterans, they're they're all listed on there and and what they donated and uh, how to how to get into the tournament, how to donate if you want to, or how to get some of our uh, tickets for our raffle. We've got a big Yeti cooler that's packed full. With, I mean, probably over a thousand dollars worth of tackle, uh, catfish tackle in there, and uh, it's. Uh, Gonna be good stuff, but yeah, I can't. I can't think. I can't remember every every sponsor that's uh, sent something off the top of my head. But on the page, uh, there's everything's listed. And surprisingly, I haven't posted it yet because I'm not sure what it's gonna be. But someone in the Chicago Bears organization found out about this and sent me a message today, and they're actually sending down some piece of memorabilia or something to give away uh, awesome. at the tournament. They said would be here this week, which I thought was pretty cool. Absolutely. Great. Uh, what was the uh, the the big fish and stuff last year? Was there any really big fish caught last year? Well, this is the this is the first year, uh, the first uh, the first tournament we've had uh, for this one. So um, I'll be able to answer that question next year. Oh, good. <laughs> have you have you fished that lake a lot yourself? Yeah, it's, I've, I'm 20 minutes uh, from the lake, and that's where we have all the, the monthly catfish tournaments in Lake Springfield. So uh, I'm pretty familiar with it. Not not as good as uh, some of the guys, but yeah. Yeah, I want to get to one of them really good uh, channel cat lakes um, and, and catch some nice sized channel cats. We don't we don't have that privilege down here. We have big blues and big flatheads, but. You know, I I got it on my bucket list, so I need to get somewhere and get it on. Yeah, big blues and big flatheads. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's always nice to do something a little different. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. They're fun. They're 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 fighters too. For you know, 
you get a you get 10, 12, 13 pound one. They put they put up a good fight. Oh yeah, and they'll tear the skin off your hands too. <laughs> yep, yes they will. <laughs> yeah. They'll leave you with bloody fingers. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Doc, what you got for him? Uh, I, you guys have pretty much uh, answered everything that I, I'm always behind on the questions. <laughs> They're already answered. We'll have to start mixing it up and get you ahead of Chuck. He always got all the good questions. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't wipe me out. Hey, I at, uh, while I'm on here, uh, we're not streaming live on the website. I can tell you that right now. They're they're watching it on YouTube. Yeah, but uh, the guys that are on chat said it's not even working on Catfish Weekly. So, huh? I've gotten several texts on my phone. So, hmm. Okay, I'll try to work on that when we get Josh on here and see what's happening. All right, Brad. If there's if there's anything else that you need to tell us about, go ahead and and do that, and uh, uh, we'll try to get everything wound up. Okay, yeah, no, I'll uh, like I said, I'll go ahead and post some uh, info on the Catfish Weekly page, and uh, anyone, like I said, go to the uh, Catfish for Veterans Facebook page. And one other thing I wanted to mention: the guys at the uh, Catfish Conference—they're actually designing a a website for us that should be up here like in the next week or so so we can uh, kind of keep updates going and things like that throughout the year until we have uh, next year's tournament so I wanted to thank those guys too out at the Catfish Conference and uh, like I said I'll post everything up on your page and then uh, when it's over I'll post the results too so everyone can see how it went see how much money we raised and then you can uh, Chuck you can know what the big fish was out there at Lake Springfield all right. Yeah, keep us updated on Facebook, man. We keep up with all that. Absolutely, we'll do. I want to uh, thank you guys for uh, having me on again. Right, Thanks man. a lot. Anytime. All right, thank you. Have a good one. All right. All right. Take care, Brad. You too. All right. Brad Cox, Springfield Veterans Tournament. You guys that are interested, try to get involved with that. It's for a great cause. Some really good things going on there. And uh, we're looking forward to big things from Brad in the years to come. So uh, we'll we'll see if we can going to help him out and get some people in there. I'm going to send the link to Josh right now and see if he had a storm. Uh, don't know if uh, he didn't know if he'd be able to do this or not, but we're going to send it send it to him and see if we can make her happen. Well, Adam's on there. Adam Winder's on there, so I think they're about in the same area there. Adam's in Owensboro. Yeah, real close. Yeah, he he said he's watching the show. I know. I uh, Heath just posted that he's watching the show on our website. But now, now I'm going to tell everybody right now that that YouTube and Google have merged or one of them has bought the other one out or something. Not sure what's going on with that, but this is all going to be changed over uh, in a short order to where it's all uh, a YouTube property. So that may have some effect on our streaming and I'll get in on top of that this week and, and see if we can figure out what is going on or what went on or what we got to do to, uh, to get it taken care of. 
Yeah, because it's, it's not, not refreshing for me either on the... Uh... Yeah, and all the... I notice I'm looking at it right now, and, and all the pictures got like Pokemon. Awesome. Well, there's a Brad Beck that just come in, and uh, he's, well, got, he's he's got his picture on there. I got 11 people there that's on on the chat, and uh, 28 is watching this total, so uh, they'll be picking up here in a little bit. And there's Josh. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Not good, man. What about y'all? Not too bad. Not too bad. How's the storming down there? Oh, it's over with now. Oh, okay. I know we talked yeah. earlier. You said you was kind of concerned with it being so bad. Doc said, well, uh, you know, there's some Adam Winders on down there. If he can be watching the show, then Josh could surely get on there and visit with us. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, cool beans. Tell us, tell us uh, all your updates and anything new that's going on with the Bruce Midkip tournament. Well, we're, uh, we're up to 102 boats in it so far. Uh, we got a boat cap at 150. I don't know if it hit or not, but it's not. I'm tickled to what we got for a second year. That's for sure. Uh, Absolutely. Guaranteed three thousand to win. Uh, one of the best across the country is going to be here. Uh, really look forward to it. Good fishery. Uh, I think he won it last year with 134 pounds. Uh, that's a guy there too. Had big fish at 77. First two fish in the we saw last year. Three in the 60s, several in the 50s. Uh, a little bit. A little bit of a different time of year this year. Last year we had it in September, but the Bellas have got their uh, state championship this year in September. We're going to move to August. Big difference in August fishing down here in September, so hopefully it's probably going to be good everybody in the Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully you guys get everything put together and get it all done down there, and, and you're going to have a great crowd and a great tournament. So uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, Doc, what do you got for uh, Josh tonight? Uh, when, do you, when is the tournament again, Josh? August 27th. August 27th. Oh, man, that's just at the end of the month. Yep. Where's everybody launching out of, Owensboro? Or? No, we're going to do it up there. At, uh, matter of fact, we're using three ranch. We're using... Hallsville, Cannington, and Tell City, they're they're all right there within two miles apart yeah. from one another. Yeah. Uh, wow. We wasn't expecting That's... this turnout for the second year. We've we've been blessed this year, man. We've had our tournament trails really kicked off. We've we've been having some of the biggest turnouts around and I don't know what we're doing right, but we're just gonna keep on digging and Hey, don't don't yeah. That that's a good thing. That there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we uh, we're pretty. We got a upcoming tournament this January. We're gonna go down to Wheeler. We're gonna have a tournament. We're gonna call it Paul Strauss Memorial on Wheeler. Really, really, really looking forward to that event. Working with some big time names, trying to get some extra money and sponsor stuff coming up for that one. And uh, that's gonna be a big tournament too. Really looking forward to that one as well. And when is that in January? Yeah, January 28th, down there on Wheeler. 
there. I'm hoping to make it. That's close to home for you, Chuck. It is. I won't even have to. Uh, I'll be within my uh, two-hour window. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, uh, but what's your entry fee for this uh, Paul Strauss Memorial Tournament? Hundred fifty dollars a boat. Well, that's great, man. How, how much is your regular entries just on your uh, just on your regular trail? Uh, $60 a boat. Yeah, I think that's really helping you, uh, you know, get a lot of numbers because, you know, it's not all about the money and, and the guys that, you know, can afford to throw in $30 a piece and get out there and have fun, man. That's what it's all about. And, you know, you wouldn't believe how many people told me that this year. You know, we've, we've had six tournaments so far and, Four of them been over 40 boat counts on a regular trail term. That's, that's pretty good for this neck of the woods. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of people, there's quite a few people that like to see us raise up the entry, you know, more money. But there's a lot of people that says, you know, that's why you're getting them boats, Josh. You know, the entries are cheap and affordable. And there's a lot of people getting into sport nowadays. And I want to be, I want those guys to be able to afford to fish our tournaments. You know what I mean? Excellent, man. If if you don't, if you uh, you know, stay, keep doing what you're doing and keep that entry low, um, you know, the way to get that, um, you know, to get that prize money is is get more boats. You know, if you start raising that entry, mm -hmm. I agree with you 100. percent But you're doing a really good job, man. I've heard a lot of people, uh, you know, bragging on how good you're doing. Just you're doing. Seems like you're doing everything right, and um, you know everybody says that you're, you know, you don't show any favoritism, and you're, you know, you're running it like a business. You get out there and you get it done, and and treat everybody fair, and that's that's what everybody's looking for. That's right, man. You know, we're in it for the love of the, of the sport, man. We're not in it to make no money. You know, uh, I think that's what's wrong nowadays. People that are running tournaments are trying to make a living off of it, and you just you can't, can't go about that way, you know, my opinion. I just, we do it for the love of the sport, and I just love to so, socialize with everybody and see them big kids come in, come days with the tournament, you know. Oh, yeah. Give everybody a fair shake and let everybody go have fun and uh, just make make it enough money to, to make it interesting. That's right, brother. That's right. All right. Doc, you, been, you fished any tournaments this year? Yeah, I've been fishing quite a bit. I fished this past weekend with Bink. Uh, we Dick. came in second place. So. Heck yeah. Well, I know I've yeah. seen you, you and Cindy's fish a couple of here, ain't you? Yeah, we've uh, we've been fishing several of the tournaments around here. We've been trying to hit most of the uh, Twisted Cat tournaments. We missed the one over the weekend. We fished the uh, last several years. We fished uh, on our anniversary every year, and this year I decided that I was going to take her out to dinner, and we was going to go to Bass Pro Shop and uh, mess around a little bit, and that's what we done. That's right. That's good. Zio's. If you guys are in Springfield, Missouri, and you like Italian food, go to Zio's. It's an amazing place to eat and very reasonable. Yeah. I, uh, I can't see the chat. Is there, is, there, is there people in the chat tonight? Yes. Yeah, there's a few of them in there. Yeah. Uh, can I do a giveaway real quick? I got time. Absolutely. Okay, the first person that can uh, 
tell me what was big fish last year in a Bruce McKiff Memorial. I'll send you a free Bruce McKiff Memorial T-shirt. What was the big fish last year in the Bruce McKiff Memorial? First person to answer gets free shirt. All right, guys, get them in there. You're going to get your free shirt from from the Bruce McKiff Tournament. Adam Winder says 77 pounds. Who's that? Adam Winder. I knew he was going to win it. Yeah, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well there you go, man. <laughs> who, called, who called it? Who called the seventy-seven? Uh, Eric Dugues. He's just a local there from Hallsville. Oh, that's awesome, man! Uh, Them local guys get in it. That really makes it fun. Yeah, we uh, we had a seventy-seven and a seventy-five last year. A guy called a seventy-five. Man, he led it all the way up to the end and got beat by two pounds. And I took. Doc, if you get a seventy-five pounder on Ohio River, you got you got big fish locked yes, in. Today. You, yes, you do. Man, that old yeah. boy. I think he walked away with tears rolling out of his eyes. He just didn't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be that'd be really hard, especially when you got a seventy-five. You know, you know, you got big fish, and then somebody slides in there ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a flat or a blue? Blue cat, both of them blue cat. Both That's giants. Them giant fish. And I don't care if you're on the Ohio River, you're on the Mississippi River, if you're on Wheeler. 70-pound fish are giants any place you go. That's right. That's right. Well, guys, I appreciate you letting me be on August 27th, second anniversary of Kiffin Moore Tournament. Y'all come and see us. And uh, if I don't see y'all guys between now and then, I'll see you at the Monster. All right, All right. buddy. Thanks for getting on That's here, good. Josh, and uh, keep us posted on who does the winning and stuff, would you? Oh, we will, brother. Y'all right, good man. night. Thanks All a right. lot, Josh. Thanks a lot, Josh. Looks like Lyle left the room. He must have got... Uh, yeah, where did he go? <laughs> I don't know. He, got, <laughs> he must have pushed the wrong button. So what kind of day did y'all have? Uh, how was it fishing with Bink? I bet y'all had a hoot, man. Oh, we do. We always have a good time. You know, I'd love to a fly on the wall. Yeah, we're, yeah I mean, you know, uh, we're bo both real competitive anyway, and we just have a good time. You know, we, we started, uh, we went up to the dam. It was going to anchor, but the wind wasn't blowing real hard, and he goes, oh, well, let's try drifting. So... We're drifting down the middle of the, of the river, and Bink said, well, this one area right here is really good. We went by one boat that was anchored down and uh, was right beside another boat, probably about 50, 60 yards away, and my back rod just bare, it went down. It was only a three-pound blue, but he hit it like a 10 or a 15-pounder, and it, it was soon thereafter them guys were pulling their anchors. So, you know. And then uh, the wind started picking up. We didn't get any more. So we went up back up to the dam, and we spent the rest of the day at the dam. We just kept moving around, moving on structure and stuff. That's great, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, hit the wrong, I hit the wrong button. I was okay. gone. I, I, I told you. I thought Jeff I deleted what the whole did. show. <laughs> this stayed live. This stayed hooked up. And I, I'm I glad Chuck, it did. I bet he, I told Chuck, I said, I bet he hit the wrong button. <laughs> you know, you're right. He did hit the wrong button. But 
that you know it happens. That's just the way it is. So I'm going to send Luke a, uh, an invite to get him in there. We'll talk about some giant fish. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah. Is that, the, is that the video where the two guys are on the, the boat when the rod went down? Is that what? Yep. The guys yep. are oh, cool. Them guys are up north, and, and they do a lot of uh, uh, live feeds uh, while they're out fishing, and they do a lot of uh, uh, videotaping and stuff. So uh, they come down, hit that Missouri River, and jumped in there and got on some, some absolutely absolute fish. I mean, it's great There's fish. Luke. There's hey, Luke. Luke. One second. I gotta flip this around. I got Jacob in here. Let me know if it, hold on. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at your closet right now, man. <laughs> Can you see us both? Yeah. No. Quite <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had a feeling, Luke, that having you on here would be just about like having you on video when you're doing them live shows out in the boat. You guys are a hoot, man. <laughs> We're, we tried to prepare ourselves. I'm looking at it on here quick. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, if he'd go over and sit down, he'd probably be all right. Yeah, go ahead. I'll move over if I have to. It's hard to squeeze in next to him. I understand. I see you guys in the boat. Ooh, I do that fight. Kind of, yeah. You're for position all the time, aren't you, Jacob? <laughs> I don't Man. know if you saw in the blue video, but I said, Luke, can you move a minute? Back here? <laughs> you guys absolutely have a blast. I, I've watched your videos. I've been on some of your live feeds when you're doing them, and, and you guys are just doing a great job. And it's it's entertaining, you know. And it's not just about catching uh, giant fish all the time. It, it's keeping people entertained and enjoying what you're doing at the same time. And uh, I've enjoyed watching your stuff. And oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, until I seen your stuff on there, uh, I, I watched some of your your North Woods Angler videos a time or two, and and uh, sure. when that, that first live feed, uh, you know, Luke, he's up there and he's got that camera in his face and he's making them big eyes, and I'm thinking yeah. this guy, this guy's too funny, you know, and <laughs> and it was, and it was it was very entertaining, and I enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, and when you you, I just couldn't wait for you to get that picture of that hundred pound fish or that video out for that. And I know that you guys took some time and, yeah. and edited that and made it really mm -hmm. nice. And it is it is really nice. It was very very well done, and I enjoyed watching that. And and uh, I'm going to let Chuck and, and Doc visit with you a little bit because uh, I've seen the video. I'm not sure if they have, and you guys can talk about that. And and uh, it is it is a great fish and a great story. Thanks, Lyle. Yeah, thanks, Lyle. Ah, how's it going, guys? Good. You're doing well. We're sitting in our laundry room or whatever. <laughs> you still got that? You still got that adrenaline rush? <laughs> that adrenaline, adrenaline rush ran a uh, war off on you yet? Uh, I think I'm still shaking. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm, that was crazy. That's for sure. <laughs> It was, man, and it, it was a double, right? 
the way I started as a double and ended as a double, I guess you could say, yeah. Yeah, because y'all had, you know, y'all were taking the picture at the end, both holding it, and uh, yeah. you know, Jacob, Jacob's in in front of Luke, holding the little fish, and the big fish is just hanging out of both sides. You know, it just, <laughs> I mean, it was awesome, and the footage y'all yeah. got of the rod going down, and yeah, that's, that's really good. Favorite. We got pretty fortunate on uh, recording with just us two in the boat. Yeah. Yeah, we man. got really lucky with the rod takedown because my fish was already on. That's the only way possible we would have got that rod takedown. Oh, yeah, and it, it was awesome. Um, I mean, everything went perfect on that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would call it perfect, but pretty dang close. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was, it was close enough to perfect because, um, you know, I've tried to get any kind of takedown, and it just don't happen. Yeah, no, not with blue cats, that's for sure. No, and that was at one of those typical slow takedowns, and then that rod never came back up. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we saw that before, and we we didn't, you know, we've seen them take it down and squeal out, but it never stopped, you know, it stopped Luke's rod from actually coming up or just kept pulling drag, and we couldn't move the fish, and that's when... I mean, right away in the video, you can say you can hear Luke and me say, "That's a jumbo." Okay, we got a jumbo on. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> uh, but how how far did y'all travel to to go on this trip? We drove seven hours to get bait, and then we drove an hour back up to fish. What was your bait? Skipjack. Skipjack. Yep. Do you, do you guys, like, have some planned method to where you know how much skipjack you're going to use? Because fairly <laughs> certain we spent, like, 300 pounds, or $300. <laughs> I don't know. We, we bought, I don't know, it was, like, 25 or 30 bags of skipjack, and there was two, two per bag. And we were, I mean, we didn't save bait. After every cast or every spot, we changed to new bait. Mm -hmm. And we That's still didn't go. Yeah. Did he take a head or a body section? Mine was on a head. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they like them heads. They're, they're flatheads <laughs> like them, and the blues love them. That's like channels on the red. I'll use the head of a gold eye any day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, and we're not any expert on blue cats, that's for sure. That was our third trip down there. We had a, you know, a couple of buddies we met down there that kind of gave us the lay of the land. Not a, not spots, but hey, you should fish. And I know you guys heard us say it in the video, but channel swings. Uh, and we kind of picked up on that and finally figured out what an actual channel swing is. Yeah. Uh, and that's where we narrowed it down to that spot. And it wasn't, I mean, we were five minutes into that spot when my fish hit. Yeah. And then another, you know, minute, minute and a half until his did. Yeah, and that was that was real apparent on your video. I mean, yeah. you could you could see where that current was cutting across the back of your boat, and then where it was coming off that bank. <laughs> I mean, it was real obvious. That that that's old time fishing there. Yeah, that's that's real cool. And hey, when we got back to Minnesota, we're like, uh. We should probably fish some channel swings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, before Doc goes on, I gotta tell you, you guys must have a friend named Luke Hale. Oh, <laughs> Jeff. Or Jeff. Jeff, I'm, Jeff. I'm sorry, Jeff Hale. 
Jeff, Jeff, we have a live chat that's going on while we're doing this, and, and if anybody asks any questions, I'll pass them on to you. But, but Jeff says, Luke is nuttier than squirrel poop. <laughs> Matt, Matt Sanders says he's nuttier than a squirrel turd. So, I mean, you guys have got quite the reputation going on here. <laughs> we just have we have fun. Yeah. Hey, that's what it's all about. Go ahead, Well, and that's that's what we're trying to show with Northwoods Angling, is uh, that a guy with a six eight hundred dollar boat and a drive to go fishing can find these huge fish. We leave for Texas in twenty four days to go fish alligator gar. We went to Missouri. You know, everybody can do this. It's not the guys Jeff Hale with the sparkly boats. You know. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> that was a zinger right there. Zinger. I know he's going to love that one, too. That's my friends. Told him, ah, you got a sparkly boat. I don't know if we can fish with you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Are Y'all going on a guide trip in Texas, or y'all just gonna go down there and uh, do your research and, and jump at it? Um, who's this talking? This Chuck. Chuck. Who is it? Chuck. Chuck, you need to go check out the Northwoods Angling page. <laughs> we, this will be our fourth trip down for alligator gar. Our first trip, we caught a 200 pounder. Oh, oh wow! Bam! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've probably seen it, man. There's just so much stuff that uh, goes on my news feed in the in the little aisle where I get to look at it off and on per day. Um, yeah, I, I just never know who's doing what. We got uh we got guided our second to last day, our first trip, and uh, we had already caught a 200 and a 150 before we got guided, <laughs> and uh, we decided after that I think we're good. We're gonna kind of go there instead. <laughs> Well, what what do y'all think about catching a fish that big and then, uh, you know, you're having to jump in the water with it to get pictures taken, and then you know you're in the water when a fish like that could come up behind you. What carrier is? <laughs> there's alligators there. Oh, okay. Oh. So we we actually we saw we saw our first alligator last year. We saw a couple actually last year, but 20 minutes after that, Jacob's jumping in the river. I mean, <laughs> I don't well, we think I'm jumping on a beast right, right behind an alligator slide, and about an hour into it, we looked around, and there was, an, I mean, a monstrous alligator slide down the bank, and we got right back in the boat and went down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think the first time to Texas, I wore snake boots for the first, like, three days. <laughs> yeah, in 100-degree weather, it doesn't work out. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> We're finally in sandals now. <laughs> Tell us about some other trips y'all made. <laughs> What's that? What's some other trips y'all have been on besides the uh, Missouri River and uh, Texas? Would y'all go on the Trinity? Uh, yeah, we go on the Trinity there. And uh, Jacob just did a uh, shark fishing down in Florida. He got an eight foot, uh, nine foot, nine foot tiger shark. <laughs> yeah, tiger shark. Was this off the beach, or did y'all go out in the boat? No, I, I rented a boat and brought my son and uh, my cousins out, and we we put our hands in it and found a jumbo. <laughs> you got a, a nine-foot nine foot shark on an ugly tiger stick. Yep. Medium heavy? 
Medium heavy. <laughs> uh, them things that hoss in anything, man. Yeah, they're awesome. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. We did uh, some well. Chiquamagon Bay last winter. We did some ice fishing stuff. We've done Red River trips. Uh, we do the Rainy River for sturgeon. Then we're going to do, uh, for next year, we're going to go to Idaho for white sturgeon. Awesome. Wow. That is amazing. And what and what size boat are you fishing out of? A sixteen footer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that two hundred gar was about three quarters of the length of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> what okay, so what was your bait? What did you use to get that thing with? That one was carp. I think it was a three pound chunk of uh, I think it was a common carp. I think it was a carp head, about a 12 to 15 pound carp head. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's you don't cast it. You drop no, it. No, uh, yeah, it. you just drop it, throw it out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, we, wow. we actually use technology in uh, Texas. We have a beeper system that we put all the rods on the bank, like the Europeans do for carp fishing. Right. Yeah. So we're able to spread the rods out, I don't know, a couple hundred yards so we can fish, you know, that couple hundred yards of the river. Uh, and it's pretty it's pretty hectic. We, you know, a beeper goes and we throttle straight to the shoreline trying to get our rod before it actually goes in the river. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. It sounds like a blast on a chuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. We had two boats last year. We're bringing two boats down this year. We're bringing a drone this year, so we should get some dang good shots. Oh, oh wow. be awesome. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing some of that stuff. Y'all been yeah. playing with the drones a lot? No. This will be our first time <laughs> playing with them. So. Oh, oh, test them out down there. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it crashes in the woods, I'm definitely not going in to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, do y'all bring up? Uh, is it just y'all two in the boat doing all this, or do y'all? Tra- oh, three you of us. Up. You broke up, Chuck. Yeah. Are you talking out of a walkie-talkie? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear him at all. <laughs> He's kind of froze up. He'll be back in a second. Do, do, okay. y'all, do y'all bring some extra help in the boat, or uh, do y'all do all this by yourself when y'all are out doing this? Uh, generally, or for Texas? For Texas, we I'll always take. have three guys. Okay, yeah. I... Yeah. Uh, on this last trip, we were supposed to have three guys as well, but we had a little problem before we started, so we just set it out, me and him. Good this stuff. was this was the big cat, the hundred pounder. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was just us two. Yeah. I cool. wish there was a third, because I could hardly lift it up on Luke's lap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they get big like that, they're they're pretty tough to handle when they get that size. Oh, oh yeah. I don't oh, even yeah. know how it, how it swam. It just looked round. Yeah, big old belly hanging out underneath. Yeah, that is a question because its fins were like this big. How does that thing just? Yeah. I mean, imagine you with short arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
just bumps off the bottom with the current, I think. <laughs> That's probably right. That probably is all right. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Diller wants to know when you're going to Texas, if you're going to the Trinity or the Brazos River. Trinity, uh, 24 day, 23 days on uh, September 8th. September 8th, okay. We're going for 12 days. Jeff says your sparkly bolts rule. He's surprised Jacob didn't call him a yuppie again. <laughs> I think I called him a yuppie. <laughs> Tony Caton says you guys need to make a trip uh, this fall to the James River. He'd take you out in his boat. That's one of our places we want to go. Heck yeah. That'd be good. Uh, That'd be Matt good. Sanders yeah. says you need to come up to the lake and catch some monster spoonbills to add to the list of monster fish. Uh, I think Matt's talking about uh, Lake Ozark. He might be talking about Truman. Uh, sure. But either either way, uh, them guys get on them spoonbill early in the year there when the season opens, and they, a lot of them guys really, really uh, get with it and do a heck of a job down there. And I know uh, Ken Pryor and a bunch of them guys go after them things. That's on my list. Is that on your list? It is. Yeah. It is now. We'll take yep. you up on that offer. Okay. Jeff Pale <laughs> says he give you both an invite on your way back from Texas to fish the best flathead in blue cat water the Kansas River has to offer, and eight might stretch the river. That's fantastic. Who is that? An eight might stretch the might stretch of river. That's fantastic. Not sure. But he evidently has got some uh, good flathead and blue cat uh, water in uh, Kansas. So that's your buddy Jeff Hale. Uh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. yeah, we don't see him catch a lot of cats. That's cool. <laughs> so, trying to catch up with a bunch of these. They're probably all our guys. <laughs> uh, not really. Eight miles. Mile, he's talking about an eight-mile stretch of, of river of some of the best flathead and blue cat fishing. So, I think that's sure. a pretty good, pretty good invite right there. Yeah, heck yeah. We're in for that. Heck yeah. Anytime somebody's got some big fish that needs to be caught, uh, there's usually some of us that'd be happy to go make that happen. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I 100% agree with that. <laughs> I, I rarely ever turn down a, a trip with somebody that's got a shot at catching some good ones. I mean, uh, I've been the boat down in St. Louis uh, with uh, Ryan Casey and uh, John or uh, Jason Jackson and Jason Mathena, and uh, you know we. It's just a hoop with them guys, and you. I can't imagine you guys in the boat with Mathena. I'm telling you right now, because uh, he's a he's a Fun guy to be in the boat with, anyhow. Get you two in there with him. Um, yeah, let's do it. And, now he is a big boy. You you just you just think you're a big boy, uh, Luke. But the Jason Mathena now he's six five, and I don't know what he weighs, but there's a lot of him. Sounds <laughs> like I'm gonna get squeezed out of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I'm gonna have to bring a monster cat down there, and put you guys all in it with me, and I'll drive yep. him around. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's great. It is. Well, I, you know, we we watch your videos and see all your stuff, and and you guys are doing a really really good job, and I'm very happy to see stuff like this. We need to keep this kind of things going. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
everybody's interested in it, and and the bass stuff and the crappie stuff, that's okay. But when you can see a three-pound crappie or a six-pound bass or a hundred-pound catfish, I know what I'm going to be watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's what we're looking—a wild pack. <laughs> you know, it's okay. just the way it is. Let me jump in there. Uh, so if somebody wants to watch your videos, where do they go? Go ahead. Yeah, I go to uh, our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com backslash Northwoods Angling. Northwoods Angling? Okay. Yep. Yep. You can just search YouTube for Northwoods Angling and we'll pop right up. Yep. Okay. Good deal. If you want to watch the, uh, it's a blue cat video. It's trending number one for blue catfish on YouTube right now, so it'll be on top. Woo! That's awesome. So, so when y'all jump up on a Saturday morning and say, "Hey, let's go fishing," where do y What's close to your house where y'all go? Is that the Red River or where do y'all yeah. usually go fish? Jacob, Jacob has an hour drive wherever he goes. I live five minutes from the Minnesota River. Yeah, the, the only big fish around us is in the Mississippi and the Minnesota River, so that's where we're going if we. Or the Saint Croix. Yeah, or Saint Croix River. Yeah. Is that large channel cats or flatheads or what? Uh, the Croix sturgeon. That's pretty much what we primarily fish on the Croix. And then Minnesota's mm -hmm. obviously got big flatheads. And uh, Mississippi's got a good mixture of both big fish. It's been a little different the last couple weeks, though. I haven't really jumped up on a Saturday and said, let's go catch some smaller fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if y'all decide, really decide to go the Red River, how long does it take y'all to go fish the Red River? Six, five or six hours, I think, to, to Drayton. Oh, that's a, that's worth the trip, though, isn't it? Them big challenge oh, fish. I've had a few thousand-pound-plus days up there, and one of them was with Jacob. Yeah. Awesome. What's we the biggest channel cat you've caught up there? Uh, we both got one that was uh, – his was 38 by 23. Mine was 37 by 24. Awesome, guys. Yeah. Big, Big old meatheads, man. I, they're beautiful. I can't wait to go catch one somewhere. Now, are those channel cat up there that you're catching? I fished the Red River. Uh I've also fished over uh, uh, Mendota Lake uh, in Wisconsin, and the fish there are really dark colored. Are they dark colored up there where you guys are at? You'll you'll catch big dark males, but not as common as you see on inland lakes. Like uh, I fished some bobber fishing in Nebraska for I was working out there for a couple of weeks. And I was bobber. All the fish out of the the still water I was fishing in were all dark. So I don't know. Them are beautiful. Them dark ones. I want to go get up into Canada on the River Red River, though. Yeah, I'm into that. In fact, uh, Josh yeah. Mays and Phil Brown, instead of going to the Mississippi River Monsters, is headed up there to uh, that dam above there. Um, Selkirk. Lockport. Yeah. Lockport. Yep. That's yep. where they're headed that weekend, and, and I'm excited for them. I know they'll get some good shots and stuff and catch a lot of fish. Um I've been up there on the red, and it's a good time. It really is, but uh, I guess Lockport is is the place on the Red River for giant channel cats. Yeah, yeah. We our buddy goes there every year, and he his average was like eighteen point something pounds, like four thousand pounds in five days. Wow, crazy numbers. Wow. That is, but they protect them. 
you know, they, they take care of what their resource. And, and, and that's what these people down here in the States has got to understand. If you want people to be happy to catch them kind of fish, I mean, uh, there's very there's some places in the states that you can catch some good channel cat like that, but they're very few and far between because they just don't have the regulations to protect them. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, they're catching tag catfish from Winnipeg and Grand Forks now, even more so. That's cool. That's very cool. That is. Uh, you know, people doesn't realize the channel cats. Uh, move around like that, you know, and they say that flatheads don't move as much, but blues will go hundreds and hundreds of miles. You know, it's just amazing the distance that they'll travel, and and, uh, and what you're telling us now, you know, that's just uh, uh, affirming the fact that Channel Cat do too. Yeah, they, they've moved big time. Same with Sturgeon. <laughs> and I think flatheads move a lot too, though. I mean, from the studies that Minnesota's done, We've seen them move 10, 20 miles. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Now, you know, I, maybe you guys can understand it in, in my neck of the woods. You know, I'm, I live in Missouri, and uh, uh, when we fish the Mississippi River, when you get to the Keokuk Dam, that's as far as the blues go. They don't go any further north than that. You know, one might sneak through once in a while, but uh, I fish a lot of tournaments in Keokuk and Burlington and all up in through there. You never see a blue. You either catch a flathead or a channel cat. Do you guys have any idea of why they don't go past there? We, they tried stocking them in Minnesota and, uh, like 20-something years ago, and uh, none of them made it, I don't think. Nobody's caught one. Is it the yeah. fact that the water's just too cold for them that far north? I think it might be the cold factor. You know, I mean, it has to be. It has to be. And also, with going on that is uh, we, we, ice, we can ice fish for channel cats here in the metro and around. Um, but you go on the Red River and ice fish, which I used to live on the Red River, I couldn't catch one for my life. <laughs> huh. I've, I've tried hours and hours in deepest holes, marking fish. I could not get one catfish to bite in a winter in five years. And, that, and now he won't do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> so there, the guys in the chat talking about you guys using 12 ounces of weight on the Missouri River. Uh, that must be uh, something that you're not used to doing. Uh, the Missouri itself, we're not used to. It's seven mile per hour current. The first time we got out there, it was like, are you freaking... We took my boat the first time. And my boat's smaller than the boat that we caught the blue in. And we got out there, and I'm three-quarter throttle not moving. It's like, all right, what's going on here? So the, the first couple trips to the Missouri was terrifying, to say the least. Uh, we didn't bring 12-ounce weights. We had, like, a five plus a three plus a four, you know, to make our 12 ounces, which obviously doesn't work too well because the five gets caught in the rocks and you break everything off. Um, <laughs> we've learned a little bit from going back and forth. So, yeah, we're using 12 ounce weights now. I just bought a 12 ounce mold, so yep. now we can make them. <laughs> And they're phenomenal. I mean, the current now is a little more familiar to us, uh, and obviously the weights are a little more familiar. But yeah, when we first went, terrifying. Matt, so a little uh, 
Matt uh, Sanders says that he lives right on the Missouri River. He regularly uses 12 ounces and has used up to 20 ounces. And I will tell you for a fact that I keep 24 ounce weights in my boat all the time. Is it like a big ball? <laughs> no, it's, it's just a bank sinker mold that makes 24 ounces. In it. And, uh, you know, it, it's not uncommon to use them on the, the Missouri River and the Mississippi when the water's up because, you know, if you want your bait to stick where you put it, uh, and sometimes that's not enough. You know, I, I know uh, I have a lot of friends that fish the Ohio River and on out east and stuff and, you know, Potomac and things. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, well, we got heavy current. we got three-ounce current or four-ounce current. Well, when you, when you throw that 24-ounce weight out there and a half a skipjack below that Alton Dam and you throw it right next to the dam and when it settles down, it's straight behind your boat. Uh, they don't – They don't. a lot of people just don't realize how much current those two rivers have. They just yeah. – we, we fished that night tournament the other night, and uh, one time we had over five-mile-an-hour current. Uh, we was using 10 and 12-ounce weights, and at one time some of the stuff floated up. And, and, and unless you've been there and seen it, it, it's really hard to understand. Yeah, well, and the thing I think I didn't understand before was I always thought the fish would have to, to move the, the weight. But in reality, you're just doing it to place your bait in a specific area, and the line's getting pulled through the weight. So the weight doesn't really matter, I mean, other than keeping you on the bottom. Right. Right. Yeah. Tony Caton would like to know what the state record is for catfish where you're at. Uh, depends. In Kansas, it was 103 pounds. He's here. Oh, here? In Minnesota? Yeah. 70 for flat and 36 for blue. I think that's right. Minnesota started a new catch and release record, though, so we don't actually have to kill the fish now, yeah. um, which is pretty phenomenal. And we, we know the guy who actually has the catch and release state record now, which was probably close to 60 pounds, yeah. if not over 60 pounds. Yeah. We had, uh, I think the Missouri record's 134 something. Uh, for, for blues? Yeah, for blues. And Flathead's just under 100 pounds for rod and reel. It's, it's around 100 pounds for alternative uh, methods, but uh, uh, I believe 134 on blues. And unbelievably, they have, they took the picture down, but Missouri has a record uh, of channel cat of like 34 pounds. It was. Uh, set way back in the 50s or 60s or something like that, and they ended up taking the picture down because actually, if you look at that fish, it was not a channel cat; it was a blue. And they got to catching so much grief about it uh, being a blue that they, the last I knew, they had taken the picture down off of their website. But 34 pounds is a giant channel cat in our area. Uh, I've never caught anything even reasonably close to that in Missouri for a channel cat. Yeah, that's a huge channel. Yeah, we, we, I've had a 34 or a 29-pounder uh, on up at uh, uh, Wisconsin, and that was just a giant. I mean, just a giant. Well, you guys are the, the blue catfish experts, so I guess my, my question to you is, since we didn't have a scale on the boat, how big is Luke's fish? <laughs> It's hard to say. I mean, that them some pretty good pictures you got, but uh, there's as big as guy as Luke is, and and, and here's how I'll, I'll address that. 
my buddy Jason Mathena, if you'll look uh, on some of the pictures that I have posted, Jason is, is holding a 92-pound blue he caught on Wheeler last, last uh, January, and it's a giant. I mean, sure. it, the fish is a giant, but Jason's such a big guy that he makes the fish look like it's a 60- or 70-pound fish. Now, when Luke was holding that fish, Luke's a big boy. And I know that he's a big boy because I've seen you guys' shows and stuff. And that fish is still big with him holding it. I mean, it's a fish, you know. So, uh, you know, I have no way of knowing, but I'm going to say 100 plus. Yeah, that's what we get. We got good dimensions on it, but, you know, it's hard to tell. <laughs> Are you guys going to do a replica of that fish? I got offered to have it done for free uh, by a buddy of mine. All I have to pay for is supplies, which is still $600. Yeah, but, man, that's a fish of a lifetime. I mean, you may fish the rest of your life and never get close to that. Probably. Well, what, what, was the length, what was the length versus girth on that? <laughs> they were almost the same. <laughs> it was uh, 55 by 41 and a half. 55, wow. Yeah, that, the, the conversion chart, I feel like it put it at like 118. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's um uh, it looked around, you know, 110, 115 to me. It's I mean, it's got a massive gut. Yeah, yeah we talked to a few people, everyone's saying 110, 115 somewhere in there. I know it could have ate my fish. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine me holding that fish though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, you, you can't imagine it cuz he couldn't hold that fish. No. <laughs> Not a chance. Man, it's a it's a giant. You Don't guys notice if you if you see the picture of that two hundred pound gar we caught, look at my face compared to theirs and how much weight I'm supporting. It's pretty <laughs> funny. I have to check that. I think I did watch that, but I'll pull it back up and rewatch it and I may have missed that one. Tony yeah. Caden says the South Carolina record on channel chat's fifty pounds. You talk about big that's a huge channel cast. Yeah, that thing must have been 35, 40 years old to be that size. It had to be. That's huge. We're coming yeah. to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Matt Sanders says he's caught 19-pound channel cats in the Missouri River, and, and he lives uh, he lives really close to it. Uh, so that's that's awesome. You know, I, I didn't know. I've not caught any. I know Justin Wolf caught, I think it was an 18-pounder uh, down at St. Louis in a tournament here a couple of years ago. It was just a pig. And Jeff says the weight is 130 uh, Lake and String, Missouri State record. Uh, and, and that's probably pretty close. I knew it was around 130-something or other. So. Isn't the world record from Missouri? No, it was. No. We've, had, we've had the world record either two or three times caught out of the Missouri and the Mississippi, but the last one come from Bugs Island. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I do remember that. Exactly. And that's, you know, we're, 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 I, there's no question in my mind that the biggest fish in the United States is not in that Mississippi River. I know people argue that, and, and they can argue it all they want because uh, I, I've seen some of the damnedest equipment broken off and just sh shredded. Uh, guys with trot line crying like a bunch of little girls because their lines were all bangled up, and the, them huge shark hooks straightened out from what them fish have done to them. So they just they just haven't been put in a boat. I, I I do a lot of work with the Department of Conservation, Missouri, although they're kind of on my crap list right now for not putting any regulations in effect here. But they told me a, a year or so ago when they done some shock testing 
that there was multiple state and world records. They shocked the, the, the river from, from the Iowa line to St. Louis and from the uh, where it enters the state on the western part of the state to St. Louis, uh, and they shocked up multiple new state and world records. Uh, so they're there getting a call. I can't imagine any place it would be better than those two rivers. I mean, you're not going to catch them every day, and nobody does, but... Uh, uh, you know they're here. You just got to get them in a boat. And uh, the one that comes to my mind, Chuck, you're very well familiar with it, is Johnny Sessoms, uh, one that they had up to the side of the boat couldn't get the boat. Yeah, it's uh, it's chart conversion was I think 165. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you guys get a chance. You need to look that up. It's Ooh. just a, it's a stud. I mean, it really is. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, they, there's nothing, I mean, when you get up that big one, there's no chart to compare it to, you you really can't tell, but, you know, it's, a lot of guys have, you know, estimated at 165, a lot of guys, so these wow. are some of the best guesstimators in the world, say, around 165. And that boat is swimming today, or that fish is swimming today, boys. Wow. There's Where your one it? to go for. <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys think of the, uh, speaking of the Missouri River now, go back to Missouri, what do you guys think of the alligator gar getting stocked in there? Uh, I think that's a mistake. That's just my yeah, personal opinion. The, yeah, uh, Mother Nature has her own way to keep populations and stuff down. I'm talking bacteria, um, all kind of stuff that these fish can get and have fish kills. Um, if if that was really a problem, they would be so thick in that river you could walk on them. Uh, right, right. They just need to leave. They need to leave them alone and let Mother Nature handle it the way she handles it. Well, you know, um, they have one of the greatest uh, things in the world to combat those Asian carp. If that's the reason for it, and that's blue catfish. You know, and and uh, we got a bunch of. Uh, uh, want to be cat fishermen that live over around Clinton that have a little radio station and they think that all, all the fish ought to be caught and ate because they're, they're not smart enough to realize that without the big fish you can't produce big fish but if, if they would put the regulations that they have on Lake Ozark and Truman on a Missouri and a Mississippi River in 10 years it would be unbelievable the amount of fish that we have in our area and if Missouri would get off their butt and do it Illinois and the adjoining states would have to follow suit with some kind of regulations. Yeah, it would probably come back like the Red River did. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and look what they've done to Wilson and Wheeler and uh, the Potomac before them guys got out of hand out there and, and acted like they knew what they was talking about because they've made a, a mockery out of a great fishery out there. They really have. Uh, right. Them guys got it going on. Well, Chuck, you and Doc got anything else for these guys? No, I think I've picked their brains enough. <laughs> well, yeah. my stomach, a... my stomach's still hurting from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got to tell you guys, you're gonna have to come back on the show with us one of these days, and you don't have to catch a hundred pound fish to do it. We've enjoyed having you on here. I knew it would be a blast. I didn't know it was going to be quite this entertaining, but I should have realized it because, like I say, I've seen you guys before, and you do an outstanding job. And, uh, the community of catfishing thanks you for everything you all do for our sport. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you guys again. Maybe we'll plan something for after our guard trip in uh, 25 days. 
Hey, yeah, get us some pictures. Send me some messages. We'll we'll get together, and you can tell us how you done. Uh, we're all excited for you, and, and you guys keep keep up the good work. Thanks, again, guys. Thanks for having us on. All right, Thanks guys, for being we'll be on the show, guys. You. All right, fellas. Them guys. <laughs> Those guys are a hoot, ain't they? Thanks, guys. We've really, uh, you know, I, I've watched a lot of their stuff, and they do a really good job putting product or videos together, and, and they're funny, they're entertaining, and that, that's the thing that, that most guys don't do, and they're not, they're not entertaining, and it's not always about catching giant fish. They catch a lot of fish, but they're so funny. I mean, you watch them, and not necessarily to watch the fish, but to watch the entertainment factor, and I think that's where a lot of, a lot of the guys doing videos miss out on that. They... They take into consideration that if they're not catching fish, it's not funny. Well, I've sat there and, and been working late at night and had their videos playing, and they wasn't catching fish, but I was just laughing the whole time. I mean, they're very yeah. entertaining to watch, and a couple of really good guys. Yeah. Let's see what we got going in chat. Definitely a hoot, that's for sure. Oh, man, they're awesome. They really are. Fun to watch these guys. It sure is, Tony. It was really it was a very good show. Uh. Chuck, what do you got for this evening as far as anything for the end of the show? I really don't have too much. Uh, the Alabama Catfish Trail's got one tournament left until he decides to kick it back off in a year or two or three whenever he gets it. Uh, his uh, He's got stuff going on, trying to get some family dreams going on with his farm, getting his house built and everything. So we're trying to pick a date for the Gunnersville Tournament. I think he's wanting to try to do it the first week of November I believe so we want to try to get everybody up and have fun at it and, and go out with a bang until we can all get together again Sounds under good. his tournament name that would be awesome I, I'm sure going to miss Winter Blues I mean that just yeah, I know Josh has got one coming up down there but the being over top of the uh, uh, first of January every year just is it, something you come accustomed to and I'm really going to miss that because uh, we never go out uh, on New Year's Eve, and, and uh, that was a great venue because everybody could just walk to one cabin to the next, and just it's just unbelievable amount of fun. Doc, what have you got? I know you got a tip for us. Yeah, well, I'll give you some results first. Uh, sure. Cabela's tournament uh, was this past Saturday, 8-13, on the Cumberland River. Uh, first was Ronnie Hughes and Johnny Jones, 69-54. They Big Cat, uh, same team, had a 28.80 fish. Second was Rob Benningfield, Chris DeBeau, 66.04 pounds. And third was Wayne and Jennifer and uh, Connor King with 37.02. Weights were way, way down this year uh, in that area. Might be because there's not regulations. Who knows? <laughs> Ohio Hills uh, this past Saturday. First, Bob McGraw, Nate Reed, 40.8 pounds. Second, Bink Fox and Doc Lang, 27.8 pounds. And third was Willie Smith with 27.4 pounds. We beat him by four ounces. So wow. big, big fish in that tournament was J.L. Campbell and John Nibberlin, uh, a 24-pound blue. Great fish. So Doc's tip for the night, 
most of you guys have circuit breakers that are on your boats. This time of year, your electrical wiring, you need to take a look at it because when it starts to get humid, like it's starting to get now, if this stuff isn't protected well, you'll start seeing this green algae kind of stuff start growing on it. And when that happens, you're not getting full electrical contact on that, and it'll start giving you issues. So if you see that, you know, they got electrical contact cleaner you can spray on there. It'll eat all that gunk off. What I like to do on mine is I cover mine with, it's called, and Chuck knows what I'm talking about, it's liquid electrical tape. They, it's in a dip can, and you just spread it all over those contacts. Then they'll never uh, get that growth on them. But uh, this, that can be a major robber of electrical power on your boat. So just kind of keep an eye on it this time of year when it's hot and humid. That's Doc's tip for a night. That's a great tip, Doc, and, and people uh, can look up underneath there any case there's a switch or a circuit breaker thing and check those yeah. out. And if it if it's corroded at all, get you a, a wire brush, a toothbrush out with some uh, baking soda and water or something, scrub them babies up, get them real shiny again, and then coat them up, and that'll end all your problems. I, I got something that I'm going to share with everybody, and, and I'm not trying to take Doc's tip, but I found something the other night. And I showed these guys before the show. It's called Wave Away. And we was at Bass Pro, and I seen this stuff on a clearance rack. So I don't know if they're going to quit handling it or not, but it's a little bitty one-and-a-half-ounce bottle. And it's made to clean the screens on your debt fighters and stuff. Now, uh, I have my bird in here. I don't leave anything on the boat for fear somebody will steal it. Uh, not that they would, but you just don't know. Uh, it cleaned that screen amazingly well. Uh, I liked it so well, I squirted it on the monitor that I'm looking at right now, and it hasn't looked this good since it was brand new. And it's not that I don't clean it, it just does that good a job. It's amazing stuff. I think it was $9.95 uh, at Bass Pro down in Springfield the other day. Like I say, they had a clearance sign on it, so I don't know if they're going to quit making it or what. I'm sure there's other products. And I have used other products, but I have not seen anything any better. comes in a little bag. It's got a little cloth inside there. Uh, Self-contained deal. I was really impressed with it. Get a chance to test it out. Uh, Lake Schaefer, first place. McClellan and Meese at 31.75 pounds and Big Cat at 16.1. Second place, Team Excel, Chad Wall and Frank Neely, 19.05 uh, pounds. Third place, Yost and Peterson, 16.40 pounds. Fourth place, uh, country, Team Countryman, 14.45. Uh, and Team Potter was fifth with 13.10. Sixth place, Wallace and Wines, 10.15. Seventh place, Hughes Team, uh, 9.70. And Catfish Minions come in eighth at 3.9 pounds. And Catapat. Cataholics at 2.1 pounds. Uh, Chad Wall sent those results to me. Uh, Central Missouri Cats had a tournament over the weekend. Michael Jackson, Michael and Jackson Sutner had big fish in that tournament, folks. 100.8 pounds. Wow. That is a stud in a fishing tournament. I would take one of those once a year and be the happiest guy ever. 
100.8 pounds. They also uh, won the one with a total weight of 119.2 pounds. Ryan Ellison and Tony Schaefer, one fish, 71.4. Now, these guys are awesome. Some big fish on that Missouri River now, I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, third place, Eric Harmon and Michael Selsky, uh, 45 pounds, and that, that's the only two results you can get. So there you go. Now, just to let you know that this tournament was to raise money for the Glasgow Chamber of Commerce Scholarship Fund. 28 boats raised $720, so a worthwhile cause. Them guys are doing wonderful things, Zach. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, Matt, for passing that information on, and uh, we'll post your upcoming tournaments and stuff that uh, we got coming up. Uh, see what these guys have, have sent in. <laughs> Glasgow Chamber of Commerce tournament. Yeah, that that was a really good deal, and and uh, uh, I, you know, I was I didn't know uh, that that. Uh, tournament had anything to do with the scholarship, and, and that's really good. Matt did send me a message that CMC has another tournament on the 27th of this month in the same place, so uh, run on over there. If you have any questions, just get a hold of Matt Sanders. He can give you all the answers for entry fees, times, and, and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, they're doing wonderful things. You know, when you can put the, uh, a tournament on and, and put $720 or whatever it was, into the fund for scholarships. That's just a pretty cool thing on these guys having monthly tournaments. That's just really good. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It, it is, you know, and, and Matt's doing a wonderful job over there. Uh, I, you know, you guys, I don't know if you've been watching or not, and it seems like a couple of months out of the year the Missouri River has some really big fish turned in. This year, them guys have, have had some monstrous fish uh, numbers come in with some giants. The throughout this whole summer, and, and I've been pretty impressed with that. And yes, Mike Huff, it's hard to figure that Missouri out. It really is. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's uh, it's amazing the, the amount of fish that's been turned in out. There's some really big fish, uh, a lot of them this year, and, and it's really, really great. Uh, you know, we had some good time at the Brunswick tournament. I know it'll be bigger, better next year. So uh, we're all looking forward to a bunch of that stuff. Uh, I think it'll be be really good. You guys have anything else for this evening? Nope, I'm done. No, I'm good. Well, you guys just run out of information for me, then. Well, don't forget, we got uh, Mississippi River Monsters coming up uh, next month. You guys are not entered. You get a hold of George Young Jr. Uh, and get that taken care of. Next week, the 22nd, we're going to have Captain Scott Manning on the show. Uh, he's going to tell us about how he catches those fish down on the Tennessee River. That ought to be be really, really good. A lot of information there. Scott's a pretty good old boy. Uh, retired veteran that's taking people out catfishing. Can't hardly get much better than that. All right, fellas. For Doc Lang, Chuck Davison, I'm Lyle Stokes. Thanks for watching Catfish Weekly. See you next week.